Hi friends, I am feeling absolutely catastrophic today. Yet, the whole day I've been thinking how I really feel like recording a podcast episode. So here I am. And honestly, I think what sets this off, what put this in motion, is that I had a call today with one of my favorite co-workers. I kind of just bonded over this communal catastrophe called adulting like it was a good solid moment of just com- camaraderie and i said i'm going to bring that to my people we are, we are all going to bond because one thing about the listeners of my podcast they love a mess we know we've talked about this previously how people love a mess so i have come in my in all my messy glory to bond with you guys so you know how are you doing First and foremost, I'd just like to also say that um, that how are you doing question, I've always asked at the beginning of my podcast and like made some reference to like, because it's just the normal, natural human thing to do. But I listened, I said what I said, podcast, and they always make it such a thing. And now I can't, you know, I can't unhear it or I can't unthink it every time I'm about to record a podcast. Mind you, there have been several recordings that I never posted because I am me. Um, but yeah, every time I want to record an episode, I, I just, I say, how are you? And then I hear my, myself and I hear FK's voice in my head and it, it's just me him. Anyway, I hope you're all doing well or as well as you can be in this thing called adulting. Um, as I said, I'm having an absolutely catastrophic time, um, with the concept of adulting. And I, I, I kind of recently realized that that has never changed. Like since I clocked 18, like things have just continued to spiral somewhat downwardly but also upwardly if that makes sense again catastrophe um, and you know it's just this unending mayhem and i feel like my whole presence on twitter for the longest time was a narrative on the bizarreness of adulting so i, I thought you know it would be somewhat cathartic to come and have a, a whole episode if i don't already i probably do but a whole episode just dedicated to the mayhem and the absolute higgy hagger that is adulting. So, you know, to kind of start to delve into this matter, I want to start with a question that kind of kickstarts the beginning of adulthood. And that question is, what do you want to be when you grow up? I put it to you that the very first day that each individual hears that question whether you were four whether you were five whether you were ten the first day that somebody asked you what do you want to be when you grow up that is the day that your problem started in this life you just didn't pick it at the time because you were too young that because ask me how i am 23 years old 23 somewhat young somewhat adult and i have absolutely no idea what i want to do with my life but I shall know that whatever I'm doing today is not what I want to do with my life. And now, this is going to come as a shock to a lot of listeners because if you've known me for some time, I've just always been one of those kids that knew where they were headed. You know, I knew, okay, this is what I want to do next. And now, I've kind of realized that this is it. This is where I am. This is the thing. And I'm like, do I even like this? Um, And then... The last somewhat humorous thing I would say before I actually get a little serious is 
today I was really reflecting on quitting my job. Not because anything happened. Um, my co-workers have been absolutely delightful in, the, in recent times. Um, not as if they were, you know, whatever. My co-workers have been delightful. Everything is seemingly going fine, but it's not. Um, I was reflecting on just quitting my job. And then I stumbled on two issues. One was I'm still a rent-paying resident of Ontario. Um, and two was if you quit, you still have to work two weeks. And that just wasn't going to suffice. Like, if I'm going to have to suck up the next two weeks, I might as well suck up the next year or however long I'm in this role because, you know, quitting meant I wanted to shut my laptop then and day. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of stumbled on those issues and decided I was going to keep my day job um, and just keep moving along. But, you know, going back to the bigger picture on, you know, what I want to do, this is what I don't want to do. I feel like it's such a big question. And for a lot of us, like, you know, you go from being in school and having all this, all this certainty about what comes next, right? So you are in primary school and you finish in secondary school. Like, it's a certain progression, right? There might be a little bit of variance in terms of, oh, how many going to go to this high school or that high school or whatever but like or this college or that college but you know that you're going to college and then you know there's a that even when it comes to like what program you should take there's a finite number of things you could do right like in college right so you there's a list you scroll through it of all the unis you scroll through the list of all the programs and it's there for you but then when you not get to the point of like what do i do with my whole life my whole life it's such a big question and I don't know why we are just expected to know what we are doing. Like, have you guys noticed that overall in life, we are all just expected to know what we are doing? And I think it's so crazy. I, I, like, I absolutely have no idea um, what I want to do. And I think for me in particular, being someone who, again, has always kind of been very, quote-unquote, ambitious and very guided, I don't know. I've just never had this problem, right? Like I never, when when it was time to go to high school, I knew exactly where I wanted to go. When it was time to go to college, you know, there was a bit of indecision, but I had some clarity. And then it was time to choose a program, like all those big decisions prior to now, I've always been relatively decisive on. And then now I'm in this position and I've kind of come to the realization that I don't have to be doing exactly what I'm doing now. And if I don't have to, then why am I doing this? I don't have a strong enough answer to that. Anyway, so that's kind of me, you know, as, as it pertains to career right now, which is very ironic because um, <laughs> saying this out, out loud is weird, but people actually reach out to me to ask me questions. And this is another element of adulthood, actually, that we can just even segue into. Is this idea that, like, upcoming adults think you know what you're doing? In fact, it's not even only upcoming adults. Like, I'll be at work and somebody will just assume that I have sense and it will take me off guard. Like, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> like, somebody just randomly in the meeting goes, Oh, Tosi, what do you think? Um, ma'am, who told you I could think? Um, but I, I just think it's really, it's really bizarre. It's so bizarre. And I was having this, like, mini meltdown today and then I get a text and it's this person asking me like for career related you know inputs and i was just like boy if only you knew that i was about to quit my job right now 
if only you knew am i the person you really want to come and talk to because i don't know i don't know the answer for me i'm not gonna give you the answer for you um but i think in a very weird twisted way i kind of take some solace in knowing that um it's almost like nobody really knows what they're doing like and that's something that's very often said but then if me as clueless as i am i'm someone that somebody thinks they can go to for advice then surely there must be a collective lack of sense or maybe not sense but a collective lack of you know direction that a lot of people are experiencing um i think outside of all that one thing that i'm realizing as an adult is that i change right like i I, and it's such a scary thing um but i am someone who and i i think i've talked about this in my last episode maybe but i i feel like i'm on a journey you know i'm changing i may be less i don't know what specific adjectives to use but i'm less of certain traits than you know some people in my life would probably like um i'm more of certain traits than some people would agree with and i'm realizing that i'm very much a people pleaser and it's scary to be changing so rapidly every day and you know kind of wonder how people will receive who you're transitioning to be and i know that that fear is somewhat misplaced because there's never been a point in my life that i can't think of think of off the top of my head that someone who was really crucial you know kind of rejected how i evolved if that makes sense um but it's just something that's horrifying to me it's just this idea of this is who people know me as but maybe i'm not that person anymore and i think a lot of that comes from you know my faith right um I've, I've had side conversations with a few friends about this thing but i feel like there's it on one level there's like a template way to be christian right there's a template way that people see some people see what being christian looks like and then on another level right that is somewhat less restrictive there's there are certain things that people believe about christians so i'll be random conversations with other christians and they would randomly assume that i have an opinion that i don't have so i'll give you an example like imagine you're talking to somebody and like you think that the sky is pink and then they kind of go can you imagine that there are people that don't know the sky is blue like can you imagine not knowing that the sky is blue and you're just sitting there being like yeah i can't because i think the sky is pink um but i i feel like that's kind of where i've been and it feels somewhat you know like i said this episode is going to be somewhat cathartic for me because it feels nice to even just say that like as much of an analogy as that is is you know there's just things that it's not even about like me not agreeing with so like back to the analogy of seeing the sky as pink it's like you know i see the sky as pink but i also understand why someone else sees it as blue does that make sense so i think in many ways i'm in this weird place in my faith where i'm like there's a lot of expectations that people have 
right people that love you people that care about you people that have known you for a long time and a lot of those are not misguided like they, they like they are logical expectations they are reasonable expectations but maybe they're just not true slash maybe they're just not true anymore so i i think like you know for me it's like it's interesting and i think like i'm also with my faith in this place where before i well before i i think i was in a place where i was just happy to be saved right like i was just very happy to be saved and i like it was almost like i didn't i couldn't relate to a lot of like debates that people had like questions that people had because i had grown up in the church and i had you know given my life to christ like when i was 16 and i i before then i had like you know had this whole experience of trying and striving to be the best christian i could be so it was almost like my whole life like these standards were imbued in me right and then i mature and then i start to see other things and i'm like hmm now i understand where these people were coming from because like i don't know like i don't want to get into any specifics so that nobody feels like attacked or anything but i'm going to use my sky color debate again so you know maybe before i always just saw the sky as blue because i was taught from a young age that the sky was blue so to me it was a no-brainer right so if i looked at the sky and it didn't look blue my mind would tell me yeah it's blue it's just in this moment you can't see the blue tomorrow you will see the blue like i don't know like so i think i i just kind of learned not to question anything and even saying that out loud like question is like scary because i don't i'm not trying to imply i'm questioning the lord <laughs> but you know it's a it's a very interesting thing and i've i've kind of realized that it's a journey that i can't avoid um like it's something that has the only way out is through right um like i have to kind of not push my like thoughts and inhibitions to the side like i have to walk through it and ideally walk through it with god right and that's just something i'm learning and then also learning to be and okay actually let me let me even speak to this some more i think another thing is just learning to be the kind of christian that christ wants me to be versus the kind of christian that is easy to digest and that's not me saying i'm trying to be this rebel and this revolutionary and this freedom fighter or this you know but it's really just like not putting any pressure on myself that is undue because i don't need to make a point to anybody per se i don't know if that makes sense to anybody but that's just another thing i've been going through and it's only recently that i admitted to myself that part of being off of social media was that because i just wanted to live freely and authentically and i didn't want anybody to be like looking at me and i don't know it's weird it's very weird but you know here we are um another thing that about adulting that is like catastrophic is relationships um i'm just going to go out and say like i i lost a friend recently and that like every time like so okay 
this is my experience with grief right so i went most of my life as a child not experiencing any death that was particularly close to home i feel like for a lot of people the first person you lose tends to be a grandparent or something like that like or an old uncle or something i don't know it's okay as a parent when like you know some people lose parents as like really young kids and stuff but i hadn't really experienced that because from when i can remember three of my grandparents were dead and one was alive she's still alive um so there's just never any death and then i came to canada and everybody was dying like everybody like that sounds so dramatic but so many people have just died like and my brain has kind of struggled to understand this like i think death as a concept is still something that i don't fully understand um and one of those people was my dad and then after my dad died somebody else dies and another person dies and another person dies um so now i feel like my brain does this thing where i'm just like oh my god who's going to die next like and i'm now having this like and this is probably something i should be admitting to a therapist on my podcast but you know here we are I'm having this thing where I'm just kind of like scared of caring about people because I'm absolutely devastated every time somebody dies. And you know, I think the world does this thing where it's like, okay, this person that died, who were they to you? Right? And it's almost like you need to justify that grief in a in a twisted way. Like it's not enough to just be grieving, right? Because people don't really understand it. Like you know you kind of have to brand your grief in a very weird way and i'm you know i'll probably talk about grief on a day where i'm not as grieved as i am right now but you know like i think it's just this interesting thing and for me i'm very sentimental like i really really care about people like i don't know like you could just hold a really special place in my heart and another thing that happens when people die is that you just start to think oh maybe i should reconnect to that person or reconnect to this person but I don't want to because it's almost like sometimes some people's time in your life, like their active role, is just no longer there. It doesn't mean your history with them is no longer relevant. It doesn't mean they still don't hold a special place in your heart. It just means they are just not a part of your life. And really and truly, I don't think that's a problem. But then say they pass away, it now becomes this whole thing um and that's not the case actually with the person who just passed away it's just the thoughts that i have um but yeah like it's almost like you need to justify the grief or act like you're not grieving does that make sense like so again like it's like two camps either you you know this person is justifiably important to you right or you move on like you you process the news you hear it and you don't mourn because you only mourn those who had important roles in your life i don't know maybe i'm making this shit up but it's just a thing right um and i find it so bizarre and i think right now in all my relationships and it's also kind of sad you know i I should comment that i'm viewing relationships from the lens of grief like i want to unlearn that but really and truly like I feel just socially exhausted in a way that I can't explain. Like, I'm in a place where I almost want to just shrink my social circle. But then I'm, like, 
all these people already mean so much to me and then on top of that i'm still passing through life and making new relationships does that make sense so it's like you it's just a losing battle like really and truly it's just a losing battle and i i just i don't know how but and i think again going back to the time of social media i think that was part of it like i just needed to reduce the number of people i cared about not that sounds so wrong but like and let's remove my mind like in terms of like a daily one-on-one because you know how like there's people that maybe maybe there's not but um some people just say oh yeah i don't really know them they're just like a social media person i'm type of person that if i care about you on social media to me that's i care about you in real life do you get what i mean like i don't really have like a huge thing like even if i don't know you personally like if i just even follow you and you make me happy on social media like i care about you like if anything happens to you like i'll be really really sad so i just i don't know it's exhausting it's really really exhausting and in a way that i can't explain um and i just feel like the more people you have in your life the more avenues you have to be hurt right like there's that whole thing about oh not having expectations of people but then it's low-key a scam because if you care about someone i feel like you intuitively have expectations of them do you get what i mean like you intuitively okay i'll give you an example someone that i care a lot about um hmm someone i care a lot about didn't tell me something right and i'm the type of person in normal day that i feel like your life your business right like i don't you don't owe it to me to tell me things that happen in your life um so for the purpose of this podcast i'll just use the example of a job so someone in my life got a job right they got hired and i care a lot about them and i had been rooting for them to get the job right but then they got the job and they didn't tell me and i just felt so sad i just felt so sad and like i couldn't i couldn't really justify it right i couldn't really like explain why i felt that way because something i say very frequently actually is you don't owe anybody the details about your life right so i i just i i don't know like i'm I'm in this very weird place with relationships where i'm just like i'm tired i'm exhausted i don't want and then i don't know i think this is also a common one where like the more you grow up the more when people do stuff for you you feel indebted to them so it's almost like you don't want people to do stuff for you but then you also realize that you need people and it's like there's people that do stuff for you that you're not in a position to do stuff for and there's people you do stuff for that are not in a position to do stuff for you but then for some reason you know even with that knowledge there's still that guilt of like this person did something for me i owe them now right um i don't know you should let me know if that's like a common i think it is common a common feeling um but yeah let me know if it's something you've experienced anyway i that's my whole rant about this catastrophic adulting i think I'm very curious if you can relate to any of these things. Um, some part of me feels like it's definitely relatable, which is why I feel like it would be a good thing to kind of talk about. Um, and again, it's something I talk about, I used to talk about very frequently, but then I, I started feeling like I was just like a complainer. 
but like why like why is everybody just okay with this thing called adulting like why are we pre- actually you know what nobody's okay with it so why are we pretending like we're okay i guess it's because like there's people that just accepts the inevitable like you know this is life deal with it but i cannot be one of those people because i you people really and truly want to tell me that this is normal like this is how i'm just gonna be going right like (laughs) this is just responsibilities you can't because okay sorry i know i said this was my whole rant but today when i was thinking about quitting my job and i love how i'm just saying this thing so casually um dear bosses if you're listening or co-workers if you're listening to this podcast I'm sorry, I'm not quitting. Like I'm I'm still showing up at work tomorrow. It's a joke. Don't take it too seriously. Yeah. Anyway, so when I was thinking about quitting my job today and I had this realization that I still had to pay rent, I was just like, oh more, that's so ghetto. Do you know in school I was one of those students that I don't know how I graduated when I graduated. Because I don't like stress. So, you know, when things like like <laughs> I, there's literally like final essays that i didn't hand in or like you know how like the, like there were late marks like in college right like if you didn't hand in your thing there'll be late marks and there'll be like a 10 percent penalty some days i would just close my life maybe not 10 percent. they should take it <laughs> like there's still time i can technically still make the deadline but i would just never like and this is so bad but i would just never like I can't come and kill myself and die away. Like, that literally has been my motto. But then I'm realizing that as an adult, you absolutely can come and kill yourself. Absolutely. Because what are you going to tell your landlord at the beginning of the month? What are you going to tell your landlord? Um, And then, again, on adulting, hey, God, I realized one day, and this is going to sound foolish to you people, I realized one day that I am actually of marriageable age. Like, I can marry and give birth. Do you know how scary that is? As per, like, it's not enough that I parent. It's not enough that I pay my utilities. It's not enough that I pay for phone bill. You mean to tell me I'm still going to pay for diapers in this my lifetime? <laughs> you, you mean to tell me that? It's not enough that I'm feeding myself. I'm going to feed somebody's child and that somebody's going to be me that's crazy come off it that is absolutely crazy so anyway i I, i've been having all these realizations that there are still chapters to this adulting like it's almost like the minute you adjust right because i complain a lot about rent but i feel like i i say that because it's just very relatable and just like a blanket statement to all my worries is rent but i've adjusted to paying rent like it actually doesn't stress me per se like to be very honest i mean the part that stresses me is just knowing that I can't quit my job because then I wouldn't be able to pay rent. But the activity of paying rent doesn't actually stress me. But then again, as you are just one, another one comes. And another one, right? Like recently, it's been just me realizing that I'm getting to that age where I should be able to do certain things. I, I probably should elaborate. E.g. travel. And I know that travel is a luxury, but I feel like for Africans in the diaspora, for a lot of us, it's like normal, right? Like you should go home and visit your family. I'm just going to say on behalf of everybody else that can relate, I can't afford it to get to Nigeria. That's absolutely crazy. <laughs> That's absolutely crazy. 
Do you know that people people randomly have thousands of dollars in their bank accounts that they can just take and buy tickets to and fro? Insane. That's absolutely insane. And there's many things like that that people can just do. Right? Like you can just and like I think what was bizarre to me is this idea that you know being able to do that is not a function of that money lump sum falling into your lap it's like you actually have to plan like you actually have to plan to be able to afford things that you don't need right now like do you get what i mean like right now you're not trying to buy tickets today but you know you should ideally be planning for contingencies like that that's absolutely crazy to me i'm sorry that's absolutely insane like yeah absolutely insane so it's like i'm i'm learning i'm i've been learning about money and learning about and i think i've spoken about this on the podcast too like just learning about all these money habits that i should have i'm not saying i have all of them yet i'm improving to the glory of god but it's just crazy to me it's like absolutely and i think another thing about adulting that is bizarre can I just say, it's like when you have like other adult friends, because I mean, if you're an adult, your friends should also be adults. And they just randomly talk about things. And I'm just like, do you guys ever feel that like, wait, people do this, like this is a thing, like this is another thing in the manual of adulting, right? Like again, like this example of like buying yourself a travel ticket. I'm like, this is just normal. Like people just, I don't know. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying like compare yourself to people or whatever. But it's fascinating when you just talk to other adults and you just say things that they do. And I, I mean, I'm probably, you know, I've pro- I want to hope that I'm not adulting bad enough where this has never been me. But I'm probably one of those people that has said something, right? And somebody has been like, eh, people are thinking about this. <laughs> but it's crazy. Like, please tell me I'm not the only one. That sometimes you just hear other adults and you're like, ah, ah, I see, I see, I see. Um, and anyway, like, I, I'm now, like, entering this phase of my life where I'm like, prioritizing um like another one about money is learning what i can afford um because i always used to wonder like when people i would you know kind of know high level like how much people make and they they would not be able to afford something and it was just always confusing to me like of course you can afford it like you make enough money but then i'm realizing oh no 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 like to be able to afford something means that like you can i don't know like afford like what you can afford get great <laughs> there's, there's like a level there's a level to be able to afford certain things and that's absolutely crazy to me like the idea that what you can afford is not necessarily your bank balance like you can't afford to spend all the money in your account so technically having that amount of money doesn't mean you can afford something that is that's that is worth that amount of money Anyway, guys, I wish you guys all the best in this thing called adulting. It is absolutely, absolutely insane. Such a catastrophe. We are all acting like it's normal. It's not. Um, But I really, really do hope you guys are having, you know, a good week. And um, it's been nice. It's been nice coming on the podcast. It's been nice. I'm even shy. I don't want to go, like i'll come and talk to you guys again hopefully next week who knows i'm trying to get back into the swing of it but you know again it's me um but yeah like i i really really 
wish I could hear from you guys. So please, 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 I'm actually begging. If you actually enjoyed this episode and you have any story or thoughts that you want to share, send me an email. Like, please. I actually want... You know, let me actually take another moment to actually talk about this. Some of you are weird. You will go and talk to other people about my podcast. Talk to me. The name of this podcast is... What's the name of this podcast? It's Talk To Me Toast, right? Yeah. The name of this podcast is Talk To Me Toast. So, you know, Toast is talking to you. You should talk back to her. Communication is a two-way street. You know that's another thing about adulting I'm learning. Communication is a two-way street. So you wish to communicate with me too. Do you know that it's tiring to just be the only one talking? Sometimes, open your email app. Click to enter toast.adeni at gmail.com. I repeat, toast.adeni at gmail.com. Whatever subject, whatever message, type something nice, type something sweet, type something interesting, and send it to me. I love to hear from you guys, you know? Um, anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. If you made it to the end of this episode, you're an OG. Um, I love you guys, and I will talk to you next time on the podcast. Bye!